0: you're listening to the douglas jacoby podcast here we bring you some of the material found on douglas's website in podcast form we hope that as you listen you are challenged to think about faith today douglas is continuing his series on new testament characters now looking at the life of philip for more on this episode follow the link in the show notes to douglas's website now here's today's teaching listening to New Testament character study number 15 on Matthew, Bartholomew, Simon the Zealot, James the Younger, and Thaddeus. In this podcast, we're going to cover five apostles. We've already studied seven plus Paul, and that's why I'm combining them, particularly since we know less about the lives of these men. So I think producing full-length podcast would probably contain a lot more tradition than biblical fact. When we compare the lists of the apostles, which appear in the Gospels, we find that several of them have multiple names. Levi is Matthew, Judas is Thaddeus, and so forth. So let's begin with Matthew, or Levi. He was one of the early followers and apostles of Jesus. He's mentioned in Matthew 9.9 and Matthew 10.3 as a former tax collector from Capernaum. That's the town that Jesus settled in after Nazareth. And Jesus invited him to follow, and he was included in the 12. We don't really know anything about his background, except when we look in Mark 2 and Luke 5, we realize that Matthew is the same person as Levi, or Levi, son of Alphaeus. That's a good priestly name. Maybe he's from the tribe of Levi. But oddly, Matthew collected taxes from the Hebrew people not something you'd uh you'd do to become very popular as i understand the roman system the collectors were already men of means they paid the taxes in advance and then they went out and collected them in other words they paid the government in a way paying for the right to collect taxes and then they were allowed to charge what they needed to charge i'm sure uh, within reason uh, you don't want to revolt but They made their commission by charging more than they had paid the government themselves. So Matthew worked for Herod Antipas, the tetrarch of Galilee. You remember this unsavory character, he's the one who put John the Baptist to death. And so Matthew's tax office was located in Capernaum. But because he was a Jew who appeared to be a traitor, a collaborator with the Romans, He and other such people were considered outcasts. Now, on the positive side, he obviously had the right kind of a heart. He says yes to Jesus' call. As a tax collector, he would probably have been literate in both Aramaic and Greek. It's funny, we know more about Zacchaeus, I think, than we do Matthew. Zacchaeus, of course, the tax collector, the short man, who is willing to make amends in Luke 19 at any rate, perhaps Zacchaeus' character gives us some insight into Matthew at least we see diversity within the apostolic band Jesus didn't just call one kind of person although, except for Paul, they all were from Galilee but these people came from various backgrounds number two, Bartholomew now, Bartholomew's other name is Nathaniel how do we get that? I mean, how do you figure that out? Well, because in Matthew, Mark, and Luke, what we call the Synoptic, synoptic Gospels, Philip and Bartholomew are mentioned together. In John, Philip and Nathanael are mentioned together. And again, this is not strange because uh, it was uh, not uncommon for one to have more than one name. And we know a number of apostles who had multiple names. i like to read the section from John 1, starting in verse 43. told you I saw you under the fig tree you will see greater things than that he then added very truly I tell you you will see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man well in that excerpt we see Nathaniel also called Bartholomew coming to faith He seems to be very genuine Jesus mentions that he saw him under the fig tree I've always wondered what he was doing I'm aware that some rabbis think that if you're under the fig tree that means you were studying Torah. It could well mean that. I'm just not really so sure. He's a bit skeptical, but he's honest. To me, he seems like someone from New England. You know, or or maybe someone from from New York in his directness. And he doesn't believe, but so quickly when Jesus mentions the fig tree, he changes his mind. Now in John's gospel we see many people coming to faith in a fairly quick period of time. Uh, I think of the Samaritan woman in John 4. Or think of the uh, skepticism of Thomas uh, from our lesson on Thomas. Jesus appears, and he Thomas goes from being skeptical, I won't see it, you know, until I won't believe it until I actually put my hand there, to falling down and saying, truly, you know, you are the Son of God. And it's that kind of reaction. But Nathanael uh, shows us that what people are on the surface is not always the uh... you know the full summary of who they really are this man has a great heart and jesus ends that interaction curiously you'll see greater things you'll see heaven open the angels of god ascending and descending on the son of man of course he's referring to the jacob's ladder passage of genesis twenty-eight um, it's just uh, one of many claims in john where jesus makes um, makes it clear that he is God, because Jacob's ladder is the stairway to heaven. Jesus is saying he is the way to heaven. Uh, you have to go through Jesus. He's connected. He's the son of God. He's the son of man. Okay, so Nathaniel or Bartholomew is also mentioned in John 21 two, that uh, post-resurrection fishing expedition. That's really about all we know. The Armenians uh, 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 claim him. Uh, they, they think that uh, he's their man. And there's a tradition that he he brought the gospel to them in the first century. Could be. All right. Well, let's talk about um, our next fellow, and that's Simon the Zealot. We know virtually nothing about him. I mean, the most we know about him is his name. Uh, one church father misread his name as Simon the Canaanian or Canaanite, uh, probably because kana, the Hebrew verb. Uh, for being zealous is very similar to the word Canaanite. Uh, Either way, you have another piece of diversity in the apostolic band. But the zealots were a first century party who were very unhappy with the government and uh, put a lot of hope in politics. Of course, Jesus discouraged that. And uh, they apparently were even willing to uh, be, uh, you know, to use violence to achieve their means. Now, whether Simon was like that, whether he was a terrorist or perhaps he was simply called zealot because of his personality or his commitment, we cannot really determine. But if it is political, then he has something in common with Judas Iscariot whom we discussed before, but because Judas seems to have been more political than meets the eye when we first read about him. Anyway, Simon the Zealot is mentioned in Luke 6, Acts 1, we really know very little about this man. And the same is true for our fourth apostle, James the Younger, or James, son of Alphaeus. He's the son of the other Mary, wife of Clopas or Cleopas. Of course, there's tradition and speculation, uh, but we have to be very careful uh, before, uh, you know, don't, not just to accept any information in the absence of information. I, I'd rather simply say, I don't know. And that's what I'm going to say about this guy. I don't know, but Jesus called him. And fifth, Thaddeus, who was also Judas. He's the other Judas, um, a son of James, in John 14:22. And in Matthew 10:3, some manuscripts, you know, the manuscripts all have small variations. In some manuscripts of Matthew, uh, Thaddeus is called Lebaeus. Now, if you want to know the spelling of this, or if you haven't uh, heard of that before, it's all, the, all in the notes that accompany this podcast. We'll just call him Thaddeus. Um, this uh, fellow by tradition was born um, in Galilee which means uh, coming from the north of the country the more cosmopolitan area. he probably spoke Greek and Aramaic like most of his contemporaries uh, perhaps he was a farmer uh, he by tradition his father had been murdered uh, because of his uh, commitment to Christ because of his father's commitment and after his mother dies, all kinds of miracles are attributed to her. Well, we don't know this. Um, you probably, uh, probably more familiar than the word Thaddeus is the name St. Jude. Because in traditional, uh, you know, Catholicism, this is St. Jude, who was martyred in 65. Now, Thaddeus, or Labaeus or Jude, isn't this crazy, all these names? Uh, he's connected with Syria and the Church of the East. Now, Eusebius was a church historian at the court of Constantine. That's the emperor in the early 4th century, the one who who was favorable towards Christianity. And here's what Eusebius says in his Church History, Book 1. Thomas, one of the twelve apostles, under divine impulse, sent Thaddeus, who was also numbered among the seventy disciples of Christ, to Edessa as a preacher and evangelist of the teaching of Christ okay unpack that what does that mean well it seems that Thomas gave direction Thomas maybe had more authority than Thaddeus Thaddeus is sent to Edessa now this is not Odessa which is a city in the Ukraine this is Edessa which is in Syria so this is east of Palestine and according to tradition he uh, founded a community there and they keep Uh, they kept moving east from Syria then into Persia and from Persia they went into what would be modern Afghanistan Pakistan, India China, Mongolia Indochina, I mean going all the way and the the group that uh, takes its name uh, well they don't actually name themselves after Thaddeus but uh, uh, from this eastern expansion of christianity is the church of the east now today i think it's fair to say they've lost their fire but they're an amazing group in the middle ages and in fact they were they covered more territory than catholic and orthodox together did so if you just think go east from damascus all the way to china this is the church of the east and they were never a state church they were always a persecuted church And uh, i'm actually very inspired by this group about whom very few people know anyway that's not what this lesson on we're simply talking about Thaddeus. but I think the tradition that he went to Syria is probably true and let's bring it all together what can we learn from these five remaining apostles I see a few lessons we need to be willing to take the gospel into all the world I remember back when we planted a church in London 1982 there was a, a saying that you either go and grow or stay and pay what does that mean? Well, we need to take world evangelism seriously you can go you can actively uh... move relocate learn a language or in our case we didn't have to we just went to england with a small group of britons and americans but go and take part in a new plant that's a great thing so faith building But if you don't go and grow stay and pay in other words we should always be financing world evangelism that willingness to take that gospel into the world seems to be um, a characteristic of all the apostles that they all got that point and and they, they they were on the move they go to all kinds of exotic places another lesson is that there's a high price to be paid for leadership when i close this lesson we're going to talk about the martyrdom of the apostles But it's not just martyrdom, Uh, it's the pressure, it's the work, it's the forfeiting of rights. There's a high price to be paid for leadership and being judged more strictly, of course, as as, uh, James um, 3.1 says. A third lesson would be that we should be careful not to judge people for their former political associations. And I'm thinking of Simon the Zealot, I'm thinking of Matthew... Uh, we could say well he wouldn't be a good guy or he might put people off because you know he was connected with uh, the the other with the enemy jesus gave everyone a fresh start he gave me a fresh start back in 1977 when i was baptized and probably if you're listening to this you're a christian as well and if not i hope you'll take advantage of that that new beginning that jesus offers so what do we learn from the apostles be willing to take the gospel into all the world there's a high price to be paid for leadership take care not to judge people because of their association, don't be prejudiced and one more and that's the lesson of authenticity from Nathaniel alias Bartholomew authenticity doesn't mean that you have to remain a skeptic or take forever to make a decision of faith I think we can ask the tough questions but still come to faith relatively quickly Now where our faith and knowledge will continue to grow in the years and decades that follow. But I think we should learn from someone like Nathaniel. What about martyrdom? In the late 2nd century and early 3rd century, there was a a Christian man named Hippolytus. He was a disciple of Irenaeus, uh, who who, uh, worked uh, like around 160, 180 AD. He provides information about the deaths of the apostles. Now, there are other traditions, too, but I'm just going to focus on his. And they may contain some true history. Uh, again, I, I think the stories should definitely be taken with a grain of salt. But according to Apollotus, uh, eight apostles were martyred. And if that's the case, uh, counting uh, Paul, and we'll just uh, we'll remove Judas Iscariot from here because he's replaced by Matthias, then of the 13 apostles you have 8 which is definitely the majority uh pay for their apostleship with their lives. This church father says that Peter preached in Asia Minor and Italy. Well we I think we know Asia Minor because of 1 Peter 1 and Italy and was crucified upside down in Rome. There's another uh, tradition but they both say the same. Andrew, Peter's brother, preached to the Scythians, those wild men and the Thracians, the, the ones who lived around the Bosporus, uh, you know, where Turkey connects to the mainland of Europe. He preached and then he was crucified on an olive tree in Achaia. Uh, that is the, you know, the southern part of what we think of as Greece. John banished to Patmos, dying in the time of the Emperor Trajan. Trajan became emperor in the year 98. So. He might have lived into the second century. James, of course, was beheaded by Herod the Tetrarch in Judea. And that's not only uh, a tradition, but it's actually recorded in uh, in Luke's uh, work, Luke-Acts, and that's in Acts 12. Philip, preached in Phrygia, was crucified upside down in Herapolis. Bartholomew, or Nathaniel, preached to the Indians, crucified upside down, buried in Armenia. Matthew died in Parthia, kind of like modern Iran. But I don't, uh, Hippolytus Hippolytus does not say he was martyred. Thomas preached to the Medes, Parthians, Persians, and others. And with a spear made of pine wood, he was killed, speared to death in India, where he's buried. James, son of Alphaeus, was stoned to death while preaching in Jerusalem. Jude, also called um, Labaius, preached in Syria and Mesopotamia. And I I called him Jude because that's what Hippolytus says, but we'll recognize him as the Thaddeus that we were just talking about. So he preaches in Syria and Mesopotamia, uh, but not martyred, according uh, to uh, Hippolytus. Simon the Zealot, who's also called Jude, dies in Jerusalem, perhaps natural causes. Same for Matthias. And of course, the last apostle, the one... Uh, abnormally born Paul was beheaded in Rome well there'll be many more New Testament character podcasts to come but thank you for listening to this series of eight podcasts on the apostles I hope that's useful for you and the next time you're reading through the gospels some of this information will be in the background in your mind and some of these perspectives will help you to have a stronger faith as you learn from these men of faith We hope you enjoyed Douglas' teaching on New Testament characters. For additional notes and resources, be sure to check out Douglas' website in the show notes. The website has hundreds of articles, podcasts, and videos for you to access for free. You can also become a premium subscriber and gain access to thousands of online resources from Douglas' teaching ministry. Thanks again for listening.